Hello, and welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, and I am fucking laying in bed. I'm laying in bed, but I'm not um, laying in my bed. I'm laying in bed in a, 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 a hotel. I call it a box. It's a small box, but what it is technically is a hotel. A hotel in Montana, and I'm in Montana. Um, for the reason, uh, the reason that I'm in Montana is I have come out of retirement. My retirement as an actor. Um, I've exited retirement, and stepped back into uh, my life as a thespian, which is what I, which is, which is, it's been many years, almost a decade, but you know what? I'm back at it. This 2020, so crazy shit happens and that's what's happening now. Um, I can't, I, I'm not really going to talk much about what I'm doing, but here's a few things that I'll say. Also, just before I continue because I'm in this box in Montana, I'm in this Montana box, there is a there are many people anyone who goes out and crosses in the hallway, you will hear them. Uh you will hear people on each side of me in in rooms uh on one side and then the other because it will be um the walls are paper thin and they are also in small boxes next to my small box. So the recording is going to sound different for sure. Not only because I'm laying down. Additionally, because I'm in Montana. One benefit of that is that I'm not going to at any point during the recording of this episode. Be scorching fucking hot like I usually am. Why? Because it's seven degrees outside. And that is a it actually sounds like an exaggeration. Of course, because where and when and how is it ever seven degrees in America in October? But guess what? It's seven. It's exactly seven degrees right now where I am. So that's another cool thing about where I am right now. Um, anyway, yeah, so, so I've come out of retirement. I'm not going to get into details. I don't want to fucking blow up the spot of the thing I'm doing. because, But it's very cool. And I get to fucking have weapons. I get a big fucking fake tattoo on my face. I get my hair done all crazy. And I get a fucking sick leather jacket. So everyone relax. I know you're all really excited. It's going to be a minute till you get to fucking peep, peep my, uh, performing skills. Once again, uh, I know you are all freaking out though for that. I feel like I sound different now. I feel like my whole, 
delivery of 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 my whole way of speaking is different now because because i'm laying down oh muscle stretching i could get out of bed but why the fuck would i do that because i'm in montana there's nothing to do um over the last week i've been fucking busy i've been in montana the entire week and um i haven't been able to pay attention to the news as much as i usually do but obviously uh i've been paying enough attention to know that uh as the election comes closer crazier and crazier shit's happening and it will continue to happen it, there's it, the elections in i don't know when you're going to be hearing this because i'm in montana my producers in fucking europe i don't know what time it is anywhere but here it's Sunday. I know that. I don't know when you guys are going to be hearing that. But but right now it's nine days away from the election. And uh, yeah. Some fucking crazy shit's been going on. Uh, the debate. The third and final debate. I mean, there's something I want to say about that. It actually was a pretty boring debate. Overall. And, and it's really annoying how everyone who is... Uh, either has a vested interest in making it seem like it's a close race or just is a is a pro-trump person they're 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 all they are all touting the fact that trump was won that won the debate and i don't think that i don't think trump won the debate i don't think biden won the debate i don't think anybody won the debate anytime i watch one of these debates i'm like that was bad that was a bad debate I always think Biden comes off looking less terrible for sure, but it's hard to say that he wins or, or, or certainly hard to say Trump wins. But a lot of people on the road are saying Trump won. It was a great performance. Look, here's what the deal was, though. The only thing that it definitely was was that Trump was not a fucking insane Tasmanian devil. That's it. Because in the first debate, he was just fucking, the, he was absolutely, absolutely on crack. And the other day, he wasn't on crack. So everyone, because you contrast, you compare it naturally to the, to the previous performance. You just think, oh, what an outstanding erudite, he, had, he really had a together performance. But that's horseshit. Just because just in comparison to that one time that you were a fucking actual animal non-human just stringing random sounds together just because it wasn't that bad doesn't mean it was excellent the, the the bar is just so fucking low all the things i read about it was like this one was actually a debate there was real substance here and i mean maybe it dipped into that every once in a while but it was just fucking it's always a it's it's bullshit all I do when I watch is just pray to fucking God, even though I don't believe in God. <laughs> I don't believe in God. <laughs> I'm going to hell. <laughs> um, that Joe Biden doesn't say some shit like fucking bananas in my butt, you know? And that's why my platform, the, the, the restore the soul of our nation, keep bananas in our butts. Um, but he didn't, it's, 
the thing about the thing about Biden and the and the gaffes and the mental ability shit or whatever, I always find myself expecting him to sound like he has had a severe head injury or something because that's the knock on him and and even though i know i'm familiar with that knock and even though i've been listening to joe biden for months i i hear him talk and i think it's always fine it's fine whatever uh but I'm like in my head about it now. So I li- I'm just waiting for him to say bananas in my butt or some shit, you know. You know, I like when kids put bananas in, in their butts too, you know. And you're just like, no. But he doesn't do that. That, 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 that is not a thing really. That's so fucking overblown. And it bothers me when people who are serious people act like there's something going on with his mental acuity it's just he's 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 77 that's it though he knows he knows more shit and can rattle off more shit even if it's just pure memorization than i can and i'm not some like fucking gold standard of that but i'm young i'm a young man i don't care what anybody says i mean i'm not that young but like i'm i'm fucking a good 40 years younger than Joe Biden. And he, his brain is more full of policy and facts and fucking talking points than mine, not only than mine is, but than mine could be. What It's like what, these standards that we hold these motherfuckers to are just so different. For Biden, it's like, what does he have to do to prove he's not fucking had some se- severe brain injury type shit? And why is it so easy for Trump to prove that he's not some fucking batshit insane Tasmanian devil motherfucker? What is that double standard? There's definitely a double standard in the press in general. The press is generally softer on Biden than it is on Trump. And you can come up with a list of potential reasons for that. But I mean, I, I even, as I, I don't see how an objective observer can say that that's not true. It just is true. And that can be a because Biden is less of a fucking shit show, and also Biden isn't currently president. There's plenty of shit to fucking. But also, Trump wages war on the fucking press, so I think it totally makes sense that the press sort of pushes back harder on Trump. Whatever. This is not my point. The double standard is my point. Why does why does Trump, if he's just a little quieter, get points for being like, huh, that was really uh, really great. That was a really great performance because he didn't fucking blast fucking vitriol all over the place and have fire coming out of his ears that was great and if biden Biden just rattles off a thousand fucking policies and everyone's like i don't know he's slipping i don't know they're not telling us something where's his medical records like what the fuck is this no dude no he's old that's it every once in a while he says some shit like put bananas in my butt but whatever i say dumb shit too um but yeah that's all i got for the fucking debate who gives a fuck you know um but yeah trump's obviously way behind in the polls and everything and there's like a mad dash to fucking smear joe biden which they've been trying to do for years now trump almost got fucking he did get impeached for it uh for for trying to get dirt on joe biden um 
and still, here's the thing, for anybody who's heard about the Hunter Biden laptop thing, I've read a lot about it. I've read a lot about it. And the reason I've read a lot about it is because I want to understand. I want to understand where the, all that's coming from. Because if you turn on Fox News, it's literally the only thing they play. It's alternate universe shit. And they talk about how the press doesn't, the, the mainstream media doesn't talk about it. They do. There's articles about it in the fucking New York Times. I just read one in the New York Times about it. About Hunter Biden's laptop and what we know and what we don't know and all that shit. It's not like the press isn't covering it. The press is covering it just as much as it needs to be covered because I've read a lot about it and I can tell you I have no idea what the deal is or why it's even a thing. And everyone on the right acts like it's some fucking bombshell crazy thing and I want to understand why that's the case. You know, they're trying to, they're obviously trying to make Hunter's laptop into this Hillary's emails thing. But first of all, Hunter is not the candidate, so who gives a fuck? A. But still, there's there's so much chatter about it and outrage about it that I'm like, okay, there's got to be something there, right? At least uh, an almost thing there. Because even if you got nothing, you got to take the thing that's closest to something. Which is totally what it seems like the Trump campaign is doing. They got nothing. It's got to make it seem like it's something. But I've read and read and read about the Hunter Biden shit, and I have no fucking idea what the fuck it is. That's not. It's not good for them, because if it's unclear to someone who's trying to understand and reading about it, why it's so scandalous, they got a fucking problem. Also, who gives a fuck? It would be like if the, here's, here's exactly what it is. It would be like if the, if the email scandal with Hillary was about fucking Chelsea Clinton. No one would give a fuck because it's not the candidate. Anyway, I'm in bed. I'm in fucking bed, dude. I wonder if you can hear the people talking in the hallway. I can hear them in my box, my Montana box. I can hear them all. Um, it's Sunday, and I've been paying a bit of attention to um, <laughs> right wing watch. You know, the day of the Lord, you got to pay attention to this shit. And I got some good little pieces, good little precious little tasty little morsels of crazy motherfuckers first up i'm gonna do um i can't i don't know if i've ever even talked about this guy i've been there's one person in the world i've been trying to get as a guest on the podcast for so fucking long literally before i ever did my first episode i've been trying i wanted him to be the first guest ever he he most people if you ask multiple times they'll either say yes and apologize for not having gotten back to you before because something, whatever, that happens all the time. Shit gets lost in the shuffle. Or they write back and politely say no or or curtly say no. But they say no usually. This motherfucker, for some reason, has never responded to an inquiry. Never once responded 
to M. Diesel and the producer of M. Diesel's show with a yes or no. It's like, the, the, it's like, hey man, say something, respond. I don't know. I, th- I feel like his, his, uh, his name is Jesse Lee Peterson. For anybody who knows him, uh, he needs no introduction. But for those who don't, he is a former uh, pastor, now radio host of the JLP show, the Jesse Lee Peterson show. And he says he has guests on, usually uh, people on the left, and he usually has guests on who who really can't, are bad at articulating their ideas so he can run over them. Um, but he has a catchphrase and he goes, that's a Mason, he says all the time. That's a Mason. Uh, the one time he actually had a guest that could go toe-to-toe to him that I saw was he had Amber Rose on and Amber was talking about the slut walk thing that she does. What make you a slut? Jesse says. And I wanted Jesse on the show because he's so outrageous and so fucking rude and so crazy. And I just wanted to talk to him and pick his brain about why he's those things, you know? Um, and he's always saying something totally terrible. And he's, as I pointed out, he's a pastor. He's very religious. He loves Trump. He checks all the boxes of the obvious things. He's, he hates women. He hates homosexuality he thinks it's all of the devil whatever the fuck you know but just the other day he said something particularly vile and outrageous and i'm just gonna play it for you now and then we can discuss it um when he's done oh boy his his voice is really where it's at is, is the thing jesse lee peterson always sounds always sounds like the word he's saying is the very last word he says before he dies. Every word he says sounds like it's maximum effort just just before death, just before expiration. All right, here here uh here's the clip. I often hear people asking me when when will the world end? I mean, when is the end time? Something like that, right? What are the signs of the end time? This is a sign of it. Women taking over, the end time is near. Because when women take over, everything that's wrong comes to the forefront. Homosexuality, same-sex marriage, so-called same-sex marriage, uh, uh, LGBTQ, STD, everything comes to the forefront. Men become weaker. Those are signs of the end time. When women take over, you better find yourself a rock to hide behind. Uh, first of all, the things that he says are all the worst possible things are all the same thing, basically. So he says, when women take over, uh, what is it? What is the exact thing he says? Something about the worst things happen. The, what? Because when women take over, everything that's wrong comes to the forefront. Okay, everything that's wrong comes to the forefront. And then he goes on to say, homosexuality. The LGBTQIA community, which he insults by adding STD to it, which is so fucking rude. And then he says, same-sex marriage, and he checks himself and says, so-called same-sex marriage. As if he's washing his hands of even uttering the phrase, 
delegitimizing it by saying so-called when that's just what it's called. And those are all the same thing. And the worst things coming to the forefront, if you think that I was going to say those things, but it's one thing, basically. If you think that homosexuality is the worst thing, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know what to say about you. I don't know what, what the fuck world do you live in? Where is your brain? Because you don't have one. If you used to have one, I want to know where it is. If you need one, I want to help you get one. Thinking homosexuality is the worst thing in the world. I don't even know what the argument is for that. Even if you hate gay people for some dipshit ass reason, how can that be the worst thing in the world? It's not affecting you in any way. It's like an, it's like when it, if it's not in front of you, how is it affecting you in any way at all? Also, if you hate gay people that much, just in general, what's up, dude? What's up with you? Why are you even thinking about it that much? <laughs> what's up? Also, what about murder and war? And fucking poverty and, and fucking hunger, you know? World hunger. Is that something? Why am I saying it like that? Um, people starving around the world. How about that? Like, I don't even get even granting you that you hate homosexuality for some dipshit reason. How is it the worst thing? How, also, if you say that in 2020, like, you're so old. Because if you still think that, you're so fucking ancient. It's like a Jerry Falwell thing, dude. Fucking and not Junior. Not the one who fucks his pool boy. Clearly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, I want Jesse Lee Peterson on the show so bad. That's amazing. On YouTube, he's the Fallen State TV or whatever the fuck. <gasps> That's amazing. What make you a slut? Hmm. I, I even... I don't remember if I fucking even talked about the town hall debate thing. That the... That Trump and Biden did like uh, the same time on different channels. Oh yeah, I did. And somehow Biden got more viewers, which is definitely the most embarrassing thing ever for Trump because that's like his whole thing is that people would rather watch him and they just didn't. That's I actually didn't expect that at all. I thought Trump would win the ratings thing for sure just to watch the train wreck, but nope. But one of the things he was asked about was... Uh, this this thing he retweeted conspiracy theory about um 
the uh, the the SEAL Team Six was murdered by Obama and Biden, the Obama Biden uh, administration, and that I forget even what it was. I, I talked about it the other day. I forgot what it was then too. It's just so stupid, but it's some conspiracy theory that Obama didn't actually have Osama bin Laden killed, that he hid him away in Iran for some fucking stupid it's not even i don't even who cares you know but the president retweeted it yeah i did talk about this the president retweeted it and he was asked about it and 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 he was like i don't know i retweet a lot of things it's up to the people to decide that is the biggest bitch ass cop out and that's the dumbest thing ever i'd rather him be like yeah i believe that yeah, I believe that that happened. But the thing of like, I don't know, I just retweet it and let and let 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 you guys decide. Like what, dude? Claiming that a retweet like isn't sharing information that you think or agree with? I fucking hate that shit. Own it, you fucking asshole. It's like the motherfuckers who who are like, you know, I don't know, I don't know if QAnon's true, but like, I don't know, they really got, they really got some some ideas there, you know. Like, fuck you. Yeah, you know, I might, I don't know. Steve Bannon was 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 quoted as saying something like that the other day. Criminal Steve Bannon, um, who is a terrible person and a criminal. It was like, you know, it's hard to argue with like the core the core things or whatever the fuck he said. It's so fucking annoying, dude. It's like a it's 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 so common now that kind of that kind of uh stance for the right to just be like, you know, I don't know if it's true, but whoa, there's sure a lot of weird stuff going on there that you know, can't really rule it out. Like, no, man. Let me tell you, you can rule it out. You can rule out that fucking Adam Schiff and Tom Hanks eat babies. You know what I mean? You can rule that out, dude. But they just don't want to because they align. It's like the same reason. I mean, I don't want to make some fucking equivalency thing, but it is the same reason that someone like Joe Biden can't really totally... uh, indict or call out uh uh antifa or whatever the fuck you know it's like the the people in their party they they need to keep the entire uh coalition together and it's a bunch of weird groups of people and in in the rights case it's an extremely insane assortment of people from QAnon motherfuckers to uh formerly sane republicans like the rudy giuliani type motherfuckers and then just super crazy far-right insurgent extremist motherfuckers like steve bannon so it's all about turning a blind eye it's like who can turn the most blind eyes that's who's going to win the fucking election but dude no you can just say ah that's horseshit you know Remember when fucking John McCain was like, 
that dumb woman was like, you know, I don't know about uh, Barack Obama. He's a Muslim. And McCain just stood up and was like, no, no, I'm sorry, but no. Trump would never do that. He would just retweet that shit. He does retweet that shit. That motherfucking asshole is out there on, the, on his stupid ass rallies when nobody's wearing masks. He's he's always like uh, Barack Hussein Obama. Like, dude, come on, you fucking righteous asshole. And I remember when John McCain uh, was running against Obama, I thought I fucking hated him. Now I, would, I fucking wish there was a motherfucker like John McCain. There isn't even one anymore. It's all been fucking Trumpified. Everybody's a fucking maniac. And no, one is, and no one is willing to be like, oh yeah, Trump's a fucking maniac. But watch, when he loses, there are, everyone's going to be like, oh, I, I never liked him. I just, for the sake of uh, the Republican Party, I, I, I supported his, his policies. But I never liked the man. Watch, just watch. Before I take a break, though, uh, I'm going to get into one of our favorite people. Televangelist Kenneth Copeland had something, speaking of Muslims, <laughs> something real interesting to say, real batshit to say. And um, again, today is Sunday for me, at least. I don't know when this will be published. But uh, as I lay in bed in Montana on this day of the Lord... Uh, to keep it a little religious, I'm going to play you some Kenneth Copeland. And just real quick, I've, it bothers me so fucking much how all these motherfuckers talk about politics so much. The marriage of religion and politics back in the fucking Reagan era, Reagan and Falwell and all that bullshit, the, the, the emergence of the religious right as a political force and how that's just taken root and just maintained to this day is so fucking stupid. You watch so many fucking pastors talk about politics. We got to win the Senate because da, 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 shut the fuck up, dude. Anyway, here's uh Kenneth Copeland. And I believe the, the man he's talking to, his name is Stephen Strange. God raised up Donald Trump. And I really believe that he did. But, you know, we also, this battle is bigger than just this election. And we need to pray that God will raise up other people. And undoubtedly he has. God has a plan that's way beyond this election. And I I love... Excuse me, Stephen, but now now look what the devil did. Oh, okay. He raised up people. You would never dream that a Muslim would ever be elected in the House of Representatives of the United States. Holy shit, dude. I mean, what the fuck? Kenneth Copeland losing his shit. Why would you never dream that? It's someone's... It's a religion that someone could have. Why would you never believe that? Why would you never dream that? It's so not outrageous or outlandish that a Muslim person would would hold a seat in Congress. These motherfuckers just have the wrong idea, you know? Religious freedom to them only means for fucking Christians. 
I mean, that motherfucker, there's, there's no logic or coherence to anything he says. So there's no point in doing it, but that the fucking, the outrage and, and surprise that there would be someone Muslim in Congress. And, the, and also he says, that's what the devil did. Okay. Fucking. Oh, these motherfuckers are all losing their mind. All right, yeah, I'm going to take a break now. Uh, I just sat up for the first time out of bed, and um, I'll talk to you in a minute. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And M Diesel's back. So speaking of M Diesel, who is me, Vin Diesel, my namesake. Apparently, first of all, just step away from politics for a second. Is something that's actually important. His song "Feel Like I Do." Which, by the way, he can't even get right. He calls it Feels Like I Do. The name of the fucking song is Feel Like I Do. He doesn't even call it right. He doesn't even call it by its actual name. Wow. If that doesn't sum up all there is to, to know about fucking Vin Diesel's music. But apparently, it's, it, it's, it's a huge hit. Did you hear me? Vin Diesel's new song, Feel Like I Do, which is outrageously terrible and unintelligible is a huge hit. Okay. So there's that. Of course it is though, because we live in this world, not another world. And this world makes no fucking sense ever. And everything that happens in it is totally topsy-turvy and confusing. So because we live in this world and not another world, of course Vin Diesel's new single is a big, big hit. He's going to continue making music though so he's got another hit coming and the hits keep coming i can't wait for it are we clear we're clear about that i can't wait for it okay i first heard that i was like excuse me And I thought they were fucking with me, so I was like, "Shut up!" But it really, ultimately, I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I definitely do it." So it's like you know, I don't fucking know what to do. I can't. I can't contain myself anymore. I cannot contain myself. I cannot wait to hear Vin Diesel's new song.
Uh, so yeah, I'm waiting with, with bated breath right there. Um, so that's cool. Goes out on Tuesday night this time Boss too quiet and the cover band is too loud Step outside and back to leaving you walk Right on fire night just fixed All the times you're trying to find someone you hear me like you And I'm not the type of likes and I'm ashamed that I want to I don't know, it feels like I do And I was frozen when you walked in the room Cause every single word which just makes my stomach turn cold I don't know, but it feels like I do Fuck yeah, so terrible, wow this song's so terrible but I love it obviously Fucking banger. Banger. Feels like I did. So bad, but I love it. Wow. I wonder what that is. I should talk to my therapist about that. Why I love... Why I so... Dearly love shit that I hate. I should talk about that with someone. Someone professional. Because it doesn't really make sense... It makes, in my own fucked up head and my own fucked up logic, it, it makes total sense. And I think if you listen to the show, it might make sense to you because you might be like that too. Uh, but um, it really kind of doesn't make actual sense. So maybe I should explore that, but I'm probably not going to. Probably not going to do that. Um. What else is going on? Oh, here's something that's going on. And here's something that pisses me. This is another thing. Uh, before I even get into that. Things don't piss me off. They piss me. It's better to say that pisses me. Why is it better? I'm not sure at all, but it is. I prefer it, and I want you to do it too. Fold it into your vocabulary, just like K, just like biblical, just like demented. There are some things you got to say. One of them is instead of pisses me off, it pisses me. So now that we got that out of the way, what the thing that's pissing me right now... Um. Everybody's talking about. Everybody's acting like it's something that everyone naturally gives a fuck about. The fucking Kanye West episode of the Joe Rogan podcast. Let me be the first to say, who gives a fucking shit? The whole obsession with Kanye, and I'm and I'm I'm removing his music from this. Uh, whole thing because I don't I don't have any there's no issue with his music if you love his music his music stands on its own regardless of the public persona 
and the fucking circus constantly around him and his life. If you like his music, that's nothing to, it's almost, to me, the way I say that is there's nothing to do with the persona of the person. And I think that about all of the arts. If there's a director out there who makes movies that I fucking love and in, in, in life, he's a piece of shit. I can say and, and fully adore or love or uh, uh, put the movies up on a pedestal while saying the, the director, him or herself, is a piece of shit. And there's no uh, incoherence between those two things. I hate, actually, how people insist on marrying the individual, actual human to the work itself. I don't care. Great work is rare. Great work is hard to come by, and often great work is made by fucking titanic assholes. What boring, regular, nice person makes great work? It's rare. It's rare anyway, but it's also rare when a regular motherfucker makes something great. Those things often go hand in hand. On the spectrum of uh, crazy often people on the spectrum of some kind of crazy often are great artists that's obvious everyone fucking knows that and and for me it's easy to make that distinction between the person and uh the work so this has nothing to do with the work this is about the person kanye west is the most annoying motherfucker ever And the fact that everyone's acting like a conversation between him and Joe Rogan is something that must be listened to as like a cultural moment. Nah, fucking nah. It pisses me. Who fucking cares? I can't imagine. I can't imagine a conversation I'd want to listen to less. And I like Joe Rogan. But Joe Rogan talking to Kanye West, who gives a fuck? Also, the whole sideshow aspect of Kanye, he's, he's, he's clearly mentally ill. And I don't say that based on my opinion. His wife says that and asks for uh, understanding and sympathy and patience when he fucking goes off the rails, which we should all give him. If you have a fucking mental illness, you can't help it. But people act well, first of all, who knows what the act is and what the mental illness is and how married those are and how much one is indistinguishable from the other in his own mind. And we're not able to decipher that, to distinguish that. And we don't know. All I know is that the way I see people will react to him and his mental illness and his outbursts of mental, of, 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 of uh, you know, when he slides into a bad place, people act like it's a part of the show. And it is in the sense that tabloids write it up and twitter goes fucking crazy with it but when that happens you know what it is it's one thing it's sad when someone has a fucking mental break when something that plagues them or ails them when they have an episode of it it's sad it's not entertaining it's not for you to be entertained it's like i look at britney spears's page and she's fucking clearly something's wrong And everyone shares it like it's fucking funny. Hey, you're bullies. And they might be doing it for attention. They might seek out it being shared. 
But fucking A, it's only sad, dude. That's not fucking cool or funny or anything. Let's not be entertained by fucking mental illness. I don't even like having to say that because it sounds so serious and like, like tisk tisk fucking giving a stern talking to. But it's true. The fuck? It's not entertaining when motherfuckers have a mental break. Anyway, I will not be listening to the Kanye West, Joe Rogan uh, interview. Because who gives a fuck? I can't even tell you how many people text me, did you listen to Kanye? Why the fuck would I do that? Uh, Did you listen to Kanye West talk to Joe Rogan for three hours? Fucking no. Why the fuck would I do that? Um, I'm in Montana. Montana is so cold right now that the moment you step outside, you forget everything you've ever known. You walk outside and you, everything you've ever known, you just forget every, every, all of it. So you're inside and you're, and I'm like, my name's Matt Talia. Uh, I'm, thir- I'm 37 years old. Uh, I'm fucking from New Jersey. I live in Los Angeles. Uh, I have a dog named Charlie and you know, I'm, I'm a writer, but that's what I do for a living. And da, 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 da. I have a podcast. It's called Matt Talia's Confused. I know all of those things and I'm inside. And I'm just on the inside part of the door. Then I open the door. Then I go outside and I'm in the cold. And I, all I'm thinking is basically the contents of my brain is just. That's what happens when it's seven fucking degrees. Hey, people don't live in a place that's seven degrees ever. If it's a place that can be seven degrees, move. Can a place be seven degrees? Yes, move. We'll look at the forecast. Tomorrow it'll be 30 degrees. And it's depressing how excited I am about that. Maybe I'll venture out of my box. Start filming tomorrow, though. The return... The return of Matt D'Elia actor is uh, upon us. And uh, that's going to be all over the fucking tabloids very shortly. Now that I've made the announcements. Oh, oh, it was my fucking birthday a week ago. Did I talk about this? I have no one to ask now that I'm in this box alone. I have no one to ask questions if I already talked, to some, if I already talked about something. So I apologize. But it was my birthday, and I ate a fucking cake. Nobody, none of you got me anything. That was upsetting and depressing, so thanks for nothing, everybody. But if you want to get me something, um, get purchase my merch. 
make a merchase. Mattelia.com slash store. Get in that motherfucker. Um, uh, what else? Uh, fucking, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any more shit to, to, to even talk about. Um, everybody's getting fucking coronavirus. Coronavirus is going way up. And today, just this morning, um, Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, and there was clearly a concerted effort by the White House to talk about how we're not we're never going to control the pandemic. It's basically like throwing up the white flag and they're basically saying we have to focus on treatment. It's basically the Tucker Carlson line. It's what he's been saying for this whole time. You're not going to contain it. It's a pandemic. Everyone's going to get it at some point. All you can do is focus on death prevention and a lessening of the hardship that uh, one suffers when they contract it. But yeah, we're fucked for sure i mean cases are going up i think i think the most this is probably wrong because i'm not a news anchor and i don't know the facts but i think i think we had the we've we we now every day have more cases than we've had across the country than at any point since the very beginning of the fucking pandemic So that's great. Oh, there's another. There, here's a, here's actually a thing I want to talk about before I go. In the if you watch the debate, you definitely heard people talk about fracking. And you got you tried to hear Donald Trump talk about how Joe Biden is going to ban fracking, and how he's not. And let me just, and and Joe Biden swears he's not going to ban fracking. Here's the thing, though, about fracking. What the fuck is fracking? And I ask that knowing what it is. I do know what fracking is. But in a different way, what the fuck is fracking? And who gives a fuck about fracking? I'll tell you, the people who give a fuck about fracking. The very small amount of people who are involved in fracking to any degree are in swing states, so-called swing states that could go either way in the election. And both candidates are trying to get those swing states in their column. So suddenly fracking and things that are regionally important to small groups of people in places that happen to be swing areas, these become talking points in the debates. When fracking doesn't matter at fucking all to almost every single person in the fucking country. Yet at the debate, we got to hear fucking 10, 15 minutes about fracking. Who gives a fucking shit? And this is the problem with the Electoral College. In 2016, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote by, I believe, 3 million votes or so. 
and in those swing states she won she lost by like i think between michigan wisconsin and pennsylvania she lost by a total of forty thousand votes something ridiculous like it was so close in these states and so these are the only places that fucking candidates give a fuck about they take for granted for instance uh biden takes for granted california because he knows it's going to end up blue Trump takes for granted fucking, uh, you know, I was going to say Texas, but that might not be the case this time. So, but he takes for granted fucking, um, Mississippi and Alabama, you know, Kentucky. He doesn't have to go there. He doesn't have to run ads there because he takes for granted because nobody gives, because nobody, everybody fucking knows that Trump's going to win those states. Everybody knows Biden's going to win New York and California. So he doesn't go there except to fundraise. So people that live in states that are solidly Democratic or solidly Republican, no one talks about anything those people give a fuck about. At least in terms of regional concerns. They'll talk about like the Second Amendment and uh, female reproductive rights and foreign policy but they won't talk about shit like fracking the regional version of that for people in california or new york or mississippi that the shit you're 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 not a concern you're not a concern locally you are obviously local politics matter but in, in terms of the biggest vote the fucking presidential vote your concerns are never fucking addressed like people who in pennsylvania who are concerned with fucking fracking you hear a lot of bullshit about the electoral college how it's unfair how the popular vote uh the 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 winner of the uh, the popular vote should be president because i think of the last three times a republican won the popular vote has 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 not been in their favor whatever the fuck you hear that a lot as a as an argument against the electoral college to me the ultimate argument against the electoral college is that States can be taken for fucking granted and totally forgotten about as these candidates campaign. And so it's easy for someone in California to be like, they're not talking about anything that concerns me. Besides the shit that concerns every single person in the country. But yeah, if you're a Californian, you're never going to get your version of fracking discussed ever. Or if you live in New York or if you live in Mississippi, it's just not going to fucking happen. The focus is always about people in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Florida, Michigan. And let me tell you, fuck that. The Electoral College is shitty. We need something different. What is that something different? I don't fucking know. The fuck do I know? I can only sit back and say, that works or that doesn't work. This fucking shit doesn't work. We need a new system. Okay. I hope all of you fucking either already voted or gonna vote. Turnout has been insane so far already. I was reading about uh, their several counties in texas that have already surpassed in early voting the total amount of voters from 2016 
turnout's going to be fucking massive. All-time record massive. The thing I always say about how nobody votes and that's really fucking depressing, maybe that'll fucking change. Maybe a solid majority of people will actually have fucking voted and I hope all of you voted too. Just vote. It's so easy. And unlike most people who when they say, go vote, they mean vote for the person they want you to vote for. I actually just want you to vote. Whoever you want to vote for, vote for that person. Don't be depressing. That's my slogan for 2020. Don't be depressing. Vote. All right. uh, I'm going to go. I'm still in Montana and it's still seven degrees, but I'm going to go for a little fucking walk because the sun just came out. Uh, I love you all. I'm going to try to do as many of these as I can, uh, especially in the run up to the election. Fucking, I'm sure there's gonna be tons of crazy shit coming out nonstop. Um, as far as everyone who wrote to me wanting to hear me talk about the new Borat movie and the fucking Rudy Giuliani shit in it, I haven't been able to watch it yet. So I haven't, I'm, I can't talk about it yet. But I'm very excited to watch that and uh, tune, keep tuning in because I'm sure I will be discussing that in a, in a very near future episode. Wow, that was so sloppily said, but you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, Corona on the way up. Stay inside as much as you can. Wear a fucking mask. The easiest thing in the world, wear a mask. Just fucking do it. Thank you. It's not confusing. It's not hard. Wear a fucking mask. Wear a fucking mask. Okay. Um and style if you can style slice because uh, I love you and I will talk to you as soon as I can as soon as I can do another fucking episode I will uh, take care of yourselves and I will talk to you soon. Okay.